Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Bingetown TV was so excited to collab with Elsa and Kyra from the Relatable Pod for the second time, this time to discuss the finale of Moon Knight. We all adored it, and it's very apparent when we all rank our favorite MCU TV shows at the end of the episode. When we all got together, we were planning on discussing Doctor Strange as well, but I, Paul, was the ball and chain dragging our podcast down because somehow I didn't see it yet. Throughout the episode, we referenced how eventually I will leave and the rest of the crew will talk everything Doctor Strange. But as usual, we ran way longer than we planned and never got the chance to talk about it. So we decided to reconvene at a later date so we can do a full deep dive of the multiverse of madness. So with that being said, please enjoy our discussion of the epic Moon Knight finale. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Town TV. This is Brian here with Jimmy and Paul. And today we're going to be covering the finale to season one of the new Disney Plus original series, Moon Knight. This is going to be episode six entitled Gods and Monsters. This finale was absolutely filled to the brim with the action we've come to know and love from Marvel. And so much happened that we had to bring in some help to talk it all out. We've hmm. collabed with them before, but making their Town TV debut are Kyra and Il. Ilsa from over at Relatable with Ilsa and Kyra. <laughs> welcome, welcome, guys. It's good to have you on the podcast. We're so excited to be back with you guys. Nice. Yeah, we tried a few times. I think we tried with Hawkeye. It didn't work out. Yeah, so glad you guys That's could okay, make it. Because Moon Knight is amazing. And I yeah. feel like Moon Knight is like oh, yeah. Ilsa's favorite show. So definitely. Let's do it. I'm so All excited right. to talk about Moon Knight. <laughs> awesome. Right there. Did I just hear that's your favorite show right off the bat? You're saying that? Yeah. Uh, I, well, if we're talking about like the Disney plus series, yeah. I, I think I like, I'm tied for like number one and number two. And then the only one I like, there's like three shows in number one spot and yeah. three shows in the number two spot. And yeah. then like third place Falcon is last Winter. place and it's Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. Ooh, well, I'll tell you to keep those to yourself. Cause that question's going to come up later. So yeah, we're gonna uh, ask you guys I'm looking forward to hearing your guys rank, but I can already um, tell you sound like me. Cause I always have to do one, a one B one C yeah. cause no yes. one is two. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, last time we were talking, we were talking about Hawkeye and mm. No Way Home had just come out. And like, it's only been a few months and so much stuff has changed in the MCU. It's it's crazy. That feels like yesterday. But oh, my God, it was so long ago already. It was, yeah. yeah. It was so long ago. <laughs> Disney Plus's whole like weekly release is really stretching out the Marvel content. And it really sucks waiting but i feel like it is getting us through like the big movie releases and everything like that mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah but everything's like coming out it's like blockbuster after blockbuster after blockbuster and That's i can't lot. see everything it's a <laughs> lot to keep up with. <laughs> i literally haven't even seen batman yet because i was like all right i go to every single one of the superhero movies with my dad just because we've always done it and then i'll see yeah. it again if i need to and we I don't know what happened, but there were so many, I guess, coming out around the same time and we just missed Batman. And then I was like, all right, well, it's coming out on HBO Max. We'll do that. And yeah. it's out. I just haven't watched it yet. And I'm dying to see it. So well, you need to put like a whole day yeah. towards yeah. watching it. Yeah. It's so that's effing a, long. It's a long movie. And it just like it puts you in this like state of mind where like you have to take time to process it after. And it's yeah. just yeah. kind of depressing, but like in a good way, if that's even possible. I yeah. I, I stood up in my apartment after watching it and I was like ready to go. I was like, yeah, <laughs> Gotham, dude. Like, I, I thought uh, his Batman was insane, but 
How do we get to Batman? Sorry, we're yeah, already oh, talking that's, about that's Batman. That's my bad. <laughs> I love it. Robert Pattinson is amazing. I love it. He was such a good Batman. He's so creepy and so dumb, you know? Because, like, Batman's like that. He does have, like, a bit of a, like, he's kind of dumb because, like, everyone's like, hey, you know, there's other things you could be doing to help out the city, like paying your taxes. And he's just like, (laughs) oh, I'm just going to beat people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, for one, am kind of done with the DC universe. I think it was a failed experiment. So why don't we Whoa. shift back to the MCU and, and, and what some you, people you hail a as, the, take, as the Marvel bat. Dude, why don't they bring Zack Snyder back and back and back and back again and keep giving him more chances? Well, All I these think movies that- suck. <laughs> he, had that one, is such a- he had one marginal right. victory 20 years ago with Watchmen, and they've allowed they gave him the keys to the car of the DC franchise, and he just ran it into the ground. No. Well, listen, we cover the Snyder cut and talking about how you have to sit there and watch four hours. I mean, we Brian, were you on that one? I can't remember. It, it nah, was me, Luke. I and, wasn't. And I Paul, still haven't seen and it. We loved it. I mean, it was it was great. I thought it was great. Now, the original yeah, Justice League was awful. I hated that. I think I think that the DC universe, it was going to be exciting kind of soon with Flashpoint and everything. But now that mm. we know some issues are going down, we don't know. Yeah. They might just freaking another <laughs> L for the DC yeah, there universe. You, there you go. Yeah. Tom's okay, about to break okay, up the pot. Have you, have you been watching the series that are on HBO Max? Peacemaker. Peacemaker has gotten really, bit. really good reviews. OK, you also need to watch DMZ and Harley Quinn. Teen Titans good and Doom Patrol. Those all the series are good. I actually watched some of Harley Quinn. That was the animated series, right? With Kaylee yeah. Cuoco. That actually was pretty good and entertaining. Now, in all seriousness, it has potential. I have just been really disappointed with a lot of their previous projects. So they have to earn my trust back. And I do owe it to myself to watch Snyder Cut, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you really should watch the Snyder Cut. And then listen to this this podcast called Bingetown TV. They covered it, man. Mm, I hear those guys are narcs, though. So I'm not going over there. All right. So before you say any more hot takes, let's hit up Moon Knight here. Yes, please. All right. Yeah. So we kind of pick it up right where episode five left us, which is kind of things are looking bad for our heroes. And where we start the finale episode is right in the pyramid that they were raiding. And Arthur is collecting the Shopti off of Mark's corpse. Layla's there to see it. The vibes are bleak. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Mark's dead. Layla's sad. Arthur's getting away with the goods. Like, what are our heroes going to do? Yeah, that scene was ridiculous because we get Arthur kind of like talking to Mark as Mark's dead. So I'm like, what are you doing here, Arthur? Are you trying to make a point? And then uh, he also leaves the scarab on on top of his chest. I'm sorry, on Mark's chest. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, was that supposed to be symbolic? Like, I didn't understand what that was. It only helped. It only helped Layla find where they were going. Yeah. I mean, that I think the symbolism was that. It was to get him to Amit so he doesn't need it anymore because he has Amit. But okay. Layla, he, he didn't know Layla was standing there and she just takes it and is like, oh, I'm just going to follow you. Right <gasps> to- they never can know. We, yeah. Can we talk about how Layla was like two steps behind him the whole time and he never knew? They never know. She's I standing. feel like he looked yeah. at her like eight times <laughs> while she's talking to Towerette and stuff at, with the dead bodies. And he just she's like, I'm going to put the thing over my face and we're good. It's mind blowing how like no, they just weren't even noticed. Like, yeah, yeah. they're in the He's middle like, of nowhere on like a highway. Well, we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we know 
We I'm know serious. the MCU Love loves their disguises with Captain America in his hat and Bucky in his hat, and all of a sudden oh. they're just disguised yeah. like Clark Kent. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was like another question I had when they're all there, and Arthur says, "Like, you know, I don't need to put down my weapons." Hit the stats on the ground, starts taking all those souls up. I was trying to think, why didn't Layla get judged? So she might have. We just don't know. She didn't. She just purple, didn't. She say. didn't turn purple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. she has to be balanced. So she could have been balanced. I think she's. Um, are you talking about the part where they all grabbed the people? Because no. no, that right, was no, earlier. no. So it's when Arthur has the cane and they're trying to stop him. What at the border or something? Yeah, oh, Egyptian right. patrol agency. Yeah, I chalked he, it up. I didn't think about it too much. I thought it was just <laughs> outside of the staff's range of influence or whatever. <laughs> like, that scene yeah. got a chuckle out of me with Tawar yeah. like communicating through the dead bodies. I was yeah. like, okay, yes. that's kind of fucking funny. Yeah. Conveniently, just worked out where she just like, yeah, we got yeah. It, you know? yeah, but she doesn't kill and she only steals back from people that have already stolen. Right, 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 right. I think she's balanced. I think yeah. it's fair yeah. to assume that she's, she's, she's cool. You know her heart's balanced. She's awesome. So Yeah. She brings balance to Mark, Steven, yeah. everybody's life around her. So it seems like she's she's good people. So I'd probably just go with that. Speaking right, of balance, though, this is jumping ahead, but I do like that they actually did bring up that Ahmed said to Arthur, you're not balanced. Yeah. Because we yeah. were saying that for so long. We're like, he definitely is doing the penance thing with the glass in his feet because he was with Conchu and he, he regrets it, but he did like it. He liked causing all the pain. So he was definitely unbalanced. And Amit tells him right away that he is. Yeah. So yeah. that that was something they did bring up. Something they didn't bring up is that when we returned to the gods avatars in the chamber of the gods, whatever, all of them were completely shocked that Amit was being resurrected <laughs> when three episodes previous, he was like, <laughs> This guy's trying to resurrect Amit. Yeah. And we were just like, why is nobody taking this seriously? <laughs> like, they could at least be like, hmm, this guy's crazy, but we should keep an eye on this Arthur Harrow shady ass character. That was the best part. Was I was like, are you kidding me? They come in, uh, all the avatars of the gods are coming in. And Osiris avatars is like, you guys feel that? What's going on? Someone's trying to release Amit. And one of the other avatars is like, why? It's like, bro, <laughs> did you take yeah. a vacation day like last week? <laughs> When we had the whole meeting. (laughs) But isn't that why, like, Kanji was kind of, like, mad at all of them? Oh, yeah. They've all just been chilling in their little over... Overvoid. Overvoid place. They've been drinking. They've been partying. Eating their grapes. Yeah, right. They up on humanity, so they don't really give a shit. So they're just, like... I don't know. They're just like high or something or drunk. They're like, <laughs> yeah, right? whoa, yeah. wait, what is this? An earthquake? What's happening yeah. right now? Yeah. I think they just don't. They're out of touch with humanity because they've given up on it. I was actually mm-hmm. reading about this because I wanted to know too, because I'm like, it's so obvious that they're just like so caught off guard. Yeah. And I'm like, how they're gods. How are they right. caught off guard? Yeah. But I think also like in retrospect, because Thor, Love and Thunder is coming out and that's yeah. like, okay, you know, God's movie, right? And mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys heard about Gore and Christian Bale playing yeah, Gore, and yeah, his yeah. whole purpose is to kill all the gods. So I think this is totally going to come back, and it's almost going to be like a Thanos situation where it's like Gore was right, Thanos was right, kind of deal. Where mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of people are just like, "Fuck the gods," because some of them just don't care. Some you know? of them right. suck, and they didn't want to do anything. They knew something bad was going to happen, but they're like, "We'll deal with it if it happens." Yeah, you know? right. Like, and then did, they don't. Do yeah, it. like they didn't. They knew the whole Thanos snap was happening, and they didn't step in because they're just in their overvoid, just like 
hanging out. I'm like, whatever, not my problem. Let him yeah. figure it out. Or she's drinking and they're just having a good old time. <laughs> what is this term overvoid you keep using? Is that a thing? It's the Comics. actual term. Yeah. yeah. So uh, okay. Yeah. If you like just like a quick Google search about it, it literally looks like like a almost like um like a pyramid, basically. Um, and that's kind of just where they all go and they have the avatars on Earth. So they're mm, like spirits. Gotcha. So like it's kind of like in Thor. Um, when Loki and Thor are together and their father dies, Odin, and you kind of see like this gold little like spirit trail, yeah, like right, right, right. so their spirit goes to where they think they're going to exist. So like the overboard of Valhalla for that example, but they can use avatars on earth. So like anybody could literally gods could possess, like Avengers could partner with gods and they could get sweet. even more powers yeah, yeah, yeah. by them being their avatar. So it's just like this whole thing. I feel like they haven't explored yet. Yeah. That has like a lot of potential and it's going to be like crazy if they do, which they probably will. So you're thinking it's no accident that this series introduced the Egyptian gods. Yeah. 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 Love that. So Ilsa and Kara, let me ask you guys this question because this was annoying the shit out of us on the podcast. We had this situation where Arthur is being accused by Mark Conchu, whatever about, bringing Amit back. They bring him into the pyramid and say, hey, man, are you doing it? And he says, no, I'm not doing it. And they say, OK, have a good day. Talk to you later. Right. Then there's a scene where him and Osiris are just like chilling and talking. And Osiris gives him a nice one on one with Kanchu when, when he's the statue. And we were like, OK, so why is this being allowed? Like, why is Arthur allowed to even have this conversation or talk to Osiris if he's not like collaborating with him, like doing something like we thought Osiris might be bad or something like on Arthur's side, because like, how is this allowable? Arthur's just supposed to be a guy. I understand that he was conscious avatar at one point, but they bring him in to accuse him. They give him a mini trial and then they just let him go. But then Osiris is like, hey, man, we got, we, you know, conscious over here. You want to come over and talk about it? And then, we'll <laughs> let you, and then we'll let you talk shit to him while he's a statue. So I, I didn't I wanted to know what you guys thought when you saw that scene. Oh, she's looking right at me. I just wanted to see the party. <laughs> I'm like right away. I feel like I love Moon Knight, right? But I feel like there were a couple things that could have been executed better. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm not really sure if I have like an explanation for why that happened, other yeah. than God's just being dumb. Um, yeah. it's just like everything just going over them. But um. Yeah, it was really weird that that kind of just happened and it wasn't like a big deal, you know, so. Yeah, I think it goes back to them not giving a fuck and also really hating Conchu because he does yeah. care about okay. um, people and he never kind of gave up his quest for justice. And he because of that, he's like the odd one out. So I feel like all the gods don't really care for him. And it's been like, I mean, centuries long of this relationship. Right, right, right. Like him and they're done with that part of their lives. They're like, we can't save them. Let them do whatever they want. And right. Kanchu's still on his, like, you know, his, his journey to be, you know, the golden boy or whatever. The right. Right. I actually, I like that take a lot. I never really thought that the guy just didn't care enough to like double check. It's almost like, you know, really weird comparison. Never thought I would make this, but like Pearl Harbor, like the Japanese like sent us messages and was like, Hey, we're going to attack. And we were like, yeah, okay. Like, I'd love to see that. <laughs> we'll see like, what sure. happens. Yeah. And then it happens and they're like, oh shit, they were right. We should have paid more attention. So yeah, yeah just a classic. I, I yeah. agree. I never I would have never never thought I'd hear that, Paul. But <laughs> yeah, Paul, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah, Pearl Harbor. I didn't think that was gonna be. Yeah, I was like, I, wait, are we talking the movie here for a second? Like, what's going on? I, oh, love that movie's great. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it's been a long time. But I think also too, in comparison to like Arthur and Kanshu and just their avatars, whatever. 
are their gods. Um, Kanchu still kind of believes in humanity a little. Like he will let somebody fuck up. And then oh, yeah. yep. Arthur's just kind of sure. like, they're all judged, like kill them right yeah. away. Don't even give them a chance. Yeah. So I think well, we always argue about that too. Cause you, yeah. Kanchu, I love Kanchu. It's like, I just, I, <laughs> I have hope in him. I think there's like a 1% chance that he can turn it or like not turn it around, but like well, he can be nice. Yeah. So I, I mean, when it comes to Ahmed and Kanchu, obviously I'm on Kanchu's side because also he believes in like penance. So, right, right. you know, he believes that people can be reformed. So that is something good about Kanchu over Ahmed, who just kills people before they do anything wrong. Kanchu will deliver justice, but he'll also like give you a chance to make things right. Like he gave Mark a chance to make things right. Like if somebody like Arthur Harrow came to him, he would have given him a chance to make things right. Um, so on that side, I definitely like Kanchu. The thing I don't like about Kanchu is that he's enslaving Mark mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and yeah. Mark doesn't want to be yes. um, enslaved by him anymore. I guess he has to do it because he paid a price and that was his life. Yeah. Um, well, and as we know from the post credit scene, he's going to continually serve yeah. Kanchu against his will just because he's unaware of that part of his life. But, you know, we can talk about that when we get there. Yeah. Uh, continuing with Kanchu, though, in the same scene that Arthur breaks Ahmed to Shopti and Ahmed is released, Layla in a separate scene, breaks Kanchu Zushapti and releases him. And I thought that was a great dialogue between the two of them where Kanchu kind of is just like, I need an avatar. I don't sense Mark Spector of this world, which I loved. It only took him one second to be like, Mark is dead. What the fuck's going on here after being released? That's the first thing he checked for. But Layla immediate was immediately was just like, bro, you just enslaved Mark. He didn't trust you. So I don't trust you. This is not going to happen. Non-negotiable. Mm hmm. That was pretty sweet. I was like, good for you, Layla. For- yeah, she stood up to Kanchu. That's pretty tough. Sure. I don't know if I could. I would just be like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> Ten foot skeleton bird in front of you. Right. And you're telling well, me like, no. Like, <laughs> like, he is such a funny looking guy. A Ten foot skeleton bird. Yeah. It's yeah. Ridiculous. Basically. He wears a sweet suit, though, when it's time. Yeah. So it's time Kanchu- to look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kanchu bails. Layla right there and he just goes to confront Abbott right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and that's where we get this like god fight which was pretty cool actually it was really cool. to go at it oh uh, actually before I bring that up what did you guys think about Arthur coming in all the gods avatars right mm-hmm. there and then Arthur winning the 3v1 did you just take that as the gods aren't really uh, helping their avatars or uh, yeah I don't that was kind of weird like the avatars got their ass whooped Really and, quick. And Amit is still enslaved. So I was like, how, where's Arthur getting all his power from? I, uh, just all the probably souls or whatever that he's like taking. Staff, I, too. I feel like yeah. just got more the staff, souls yeah. he's taking in, the more powerful they get. I so, totally forgot he was all, he was taking in souls by yeah. himself before. Yeah. My, you were the one who was saying on the podcast the other episode that he was saving them up, man. Building up that power. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. <laughs> Camo, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it was that epic makes though. That was cool. Ahmed also is like so cool. I love seeing like another. I think it was a crocodile, not an alligator, like Loki. Yeah, but crocodile. I mean, yeah, Ahmed was cool. That that was like a cool little, you know. She was so pretty. She had her like lashes on and makeup. And yeah. Like, she well, had okay. a moment. I did she not had time. This. Yeah, she had time to go to the lash studio. <laughs> yeah. She knew. She came out. She, she got she... like a full set. <laughs> yeah, she right. There, she was like, "Hold on, let me stop it in her mix, get a little <laughs> yeah. outfit, yeah. and then let's go." 
Nah, she was like, I woke up like this. I woke yeah, up just right. pretty. Well, okay. So we have our skeleton bird. We had our croc. And then the next scene is Mark in the field of reeds with our hippo goddess. How did yeah. you guys feel about the character of uh, Tawarit? Yeah. Um, I love her. She's she's a mood. She's like my... <laughs> That's my girl right there. Same day, multiple times. He does. It's like she's just so nice, and you could tell she just like she just wants like friends, and she wants to be kind to everybody, and like yeah, I don't know. She was. That's a good girl right there. Yeah, she's, you know? she's nice. She just. I loved. She's a real one. Yeah, when she was going back and forth with Layla, but it was Layla's actress acting oh. as her. It was freaking awesome. Was Hilarious. So, yeah, she did a good job. Yeah. We were giving props all she uh, all series to Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. I got to give uh, Layla's actress. I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Her name's but May, but I forget her last name, to be honest. Her acting right here going between, you know, in pain, almost dead Layla to like, I would love to like tower wet, like, uh, <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait to tell your father, like all this other stuff. I was like, that's that's impressive. That was that was great. That was yeah, great. that was a really cool ad that they had a, that quick conversation about her dad. And okay, a shout out to the other actors that Tower ran into when she was trying to the dead ones that she was, she was <laughs> dead guys, yeah. And then they were like, girl, like, how am I talking to you? Doing <laughs> it's just like so funny. <laughs> oh, so good. The high pitched voice coming out of like this uh, Egyptian guys. Like, border yeah. patrol, like high pitched, like, like the oh! mustache in the world, and it's just like yeah. That's why I assume that's why Layla had to believe it like pretty quickly. She like questioned it once, and then she was like, "All right, I kind of believe you now." Because as soon as the second else? person said it, it's like, "Come on, it's her. <laughs> yeah. it's her. It, yeah. Allow it." Um, so Mark, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so bringing us back to that field of reeds scene, Tawarit lays it out to him. It's like your brain manifested this as the most peaceful possible place for you to spend eternity. Tra la 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 la, you can live happily ever after. And Mark immediately is just like, wait, so I get eternal bliss and my boys out there in the dark sand lost forever? That ain't going to fly with me. And immediately it changes back to the Duat sands. And there's this like really. It really borders on like the cheesy spoon feeding you that like the DID is what makes him the superhero. But like it was genuinely heartfelt and it felt earned that like through all of their strife, Mark genuinely appreciates the character that Steven is mm-hmm. and how he literally saved him growing up. And I, I really appreciated the scene. I love the relationship between Mark and Steven. And I'm glad they didn't just leave Steven there. Yeah. I was worried they were. Oh, I yeah, I would have died if they would have left Steven there. I, I was like, I was like, there's no way. No, nah, there's I, no I way. Never, yeah. When something is too hard for me to understand, I'm just like, no, it didn't happen. Like when Loki <laughs> died in uh, Infinity War at the beginning, mm. I was nice. like, I was like, no, that didn't happen. I was like, he's fine. I'm like, sure you didn't trick. just. Are you sure you didn't compartmentalize it into a split personality? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. having like blackouts. Yeah. There is a part of me that's out killing people in the name of Loki's death. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Sure, he'd appreciate that. This, uh, it, me and Emily were going back and forth about whether losing Steven was a good thing for Mark. Because I was like, like kind of it is because you know Mark was only created to protect him from you know the bad part of his life that he's over now. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if he loses Steven, like is he is he not whole anymore? Is that is that like losing a piece of yourself? Um, so it, we were kind of going back and forth, but it turns out you know Mark needs Steven. It seems like he can't yeah. he can't just move on. Well, especially if you think about. He doesn't even know about Jake yet. Yeah. So if he did lose Steven, it would just be him and Jake. And that would toxic. not be that's toxic. <laughs> yeah. Well. 
it's a weird narrative device because I think we talked about this in the last episode or two episodes ago where you would think that because Steven was created out of his, you know, grief or, you know, not being able to deal with his trauma, that the happy ending would be, okay, I'm dealing with my trauma. I can let it go. And that would mean I don't need Steven anymore, but that's not what we want, (laughs) you know? And we know from Moon Knight in the comics that they don't ever do that. He is, he has Steven, he has Jake and that's who he is. So I'm still, I'm glad they had the conversation or Mark gave him the little speech. And I think that was like a great way of doing it, allowing him and Steven to stay together. And it's going to be cool to see him, him, Steven and Jake communicating whatever we see them next in. Yeah. Are we, are we even going to see him next? Like I still will see him next. So many potential things. I think the second season, no, I don't, Uh, hasn't been confirmed yet. Season two. What was an Easter egg in this last, episode of moon Knight was there was another qr code so in the yeah. first episode of moon Knight, there was a qr code for like um an introduction comic mm-hmm. so in this episode there was a free comic where he fights kang yeah so that's Yo! just creator saying like telling you like hey moon Knight's gonna be back and he's gonna be fighting kang I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) There's no way. Like Oscar Isaac said, like, oh, I'm not signed on for anything else. There's no guarantee I'll be back. But he will. You know, that's how it works. You know, unless you're Aaron Taylor Johnson, you're coming back. You know, I mean, he straight up said, I'll do one movie and I'm out. But and that's why we got freaking Evan Peters as Ah, Ralph Boner. Don't bring it up. up. (laughs) Well, isn't what's his face joining the Sony Craven? Yeah, he's going to be Craven the Hunter now. Yeah, that's part of the mcu kind of sort of the sony spider-man verse is now yeah. part of the ugh, yeah i mean he's he, you know he's, he might be a different guy now it's been a long time but he said you know i yeah. don't want to be stuck because they said too actually that M- the mcu has changed the way they do contracts they don't say we're locking you for 10 movies now like they used yeah. to with chris evans and scarlett johansson and all them now they kind of re-up them as it goes right which makes more hmm. sense because you never know like what they're going to do. Yeah. I feel like they yeah. don't even know. They do know what they're going to do. But sometimes I feel like with like WandaVision, I feel like they didn't anticipate for people to like be as obsessed as they were with yeah. that show. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just like changes everything. Like Doctor Strange didn't come out for so long. I feel yep. like they just had to like yeah. change some things as I won't spoil it now for you. Paul. I have like, a lot to say <laughs> on that topic, <laughs> which we will get to. I but- also feel getting bigger name actors because um there's like a lot of respect for superhero movies now yeah than in the original like back in the day because it used to be people would be like oh this guy plays superman you never see him again or right typecast and yeah now now it's like it just booms these people's careers where were we back (laughs) episode (laughs) here uh no so we were just at the the steven and mark in the sand scene Mm. right when he finishes his spiel and freezes over osiris opens the gate shines some light on them they turn to life there's a random sandstorm that didn't have to happen but it allows (laughs) them to get saved by taware on the boat which is like really cool steven's like hippo let's go um and i think i think the fact that osiris saved them jimmy kind of rules out that there yeah, was foul play going on. Yeah. Yep. Um, and also he was cooperating with Layla later on. It's just mm-hmm. like this is exactly how we have to beat Amit. So but it just poor writing. Is what exactly. I, I mean was, this episode it makes it even worse that he's good or uh-huh. fine at least. And that's why I was like, why was that scene even there? So I just needed to have that speech that Arthur said to Concha where he 
that's where he talks shit. But he also says, I enjoyed being your avatar. I enjoyed killing and I am who I am because of you. But I'm a different guy and I'm dealing with my penance and this and that. And I'm going to bring on the back, whatever the speech was. To go back to Tarwet saving them from the, the sand tidal wave, whatever that was, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why get, like put them on a, on a timer to try to run through this after we just got this like saving scene? But then, you know, Tarwet comes in, one more chance to save them. And she also gives that line where she says, Osiris, you softy. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay, that's a bit, that was a big question I had is, Osiris's avatar is like out of commission. He just got destroyed by Arthur. So how is Osiris even opening these gates? And he's showing enough, uh, enough interest at least to manually open these gates for right. Uh, you know, yeah. Mark and Stephen on you know terrorist request. Re- Terrorwet's request. <laughs> yeah, Tawarat's a hard one Whatever. to say. <laughs> yeah, we always, we're famously bad at saying names. And we all, yeah, we're just, we butcher yeah, names. It's hard to say. <laughs> Hippo. Kamala. Kamala. Zendaya. I hate when people say Zendaya. That one I'm I like, still say Zendaya. Uh, I do. I do. I have been corrected a lot and I have fixed it for the most mm-hmm. part. But yeah, I do that by accident a lot. Emily slapped me into shape. Because I, I kept saying it, I kept pissing her off. That and, and pillow. I, I say pillow now. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. You finally changed. I've that's been like, trying, Brian. That was that's such like, a red flag. You <laughs> said pillow, I'm not sick pillow. of this conversation. <laughs> Yo, what's good? This is Ariel and JB from the Chilling with Villains podcast. What's going on, y'all? And if you guys are very, very interested in finding out how people from New York feel about your favorite shit and by your favorite shit I mean comic book movies and TV yep the best drama shows on TV yep coolest music out there yep best video games out there yep literally almost anything going on on the planet we talk about we talk about so if you're ever in the mood to crack one open light one up and listen to us come through and chill Anyway, Stephen and Mark run through the doors. Uh, Mark comes back to life in his wounded body. And Khonshu, who was still mid-fight with Ahmed, is just like, oh, shit, Mark's back. Teleports to him, heals him up with the suit. I love this suit every single time. I love the Moon Knight suit. It looks great. Um, And then we have this kind of, I don't know what you would call it. It's the bargaining scene, yeah, where Mark confronts Conchu and it's just like, hey, good to see well, you again, Steven, whatever. And then Steven takes yeah, over, yeah, yeah, which is kind of our assurance that Steven is not going to be smothered in the background anymore. They kind of have free will to change whenever they want. And Steven's just like, well, come on, you silly old bird. We learned from last time, like, give us our insurances. We don't want to be slaves anymore. And Conchu begrudgingly is like, all right, yeah, let's stop Amit. That's that's our priority right now. So he agrees. Uh, I, and they return to Cairo. Actually, Kanchu flies them to Cairo, yeah, and that's kind of right. pretty cool how he flies. Badass, yeah. for sure. Kanchu, man, he's the man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, then we got. Was, I like the way his um his uniform came on him because it's kind of like a hug, and then <laughs> and then it also came onto him in like this heart shape, like that burst out of his chest. And I was okay. like, oh, there's so much love there. <laughs> there's so much love going on. It is true, though. Like, the, the wraps were going around his arm, like, very caressingly. And like, yeah. oh, it's good to have you back, Mark. Yeah, the details, man. They really, they really thought about that. They did. Yeah. But this, uh, this scene, as soon as I watched it for the first time, and Khonshu says, 
Well, let me get the line here. He says, I will release you both. You have my word. Yeah. I was like, I knew it. Like, I knew he was pulling a fast one on you. Seen too many, we've seen too many movies and shows where you're making a deal with the villain and the villain outsmarts you. First one that comes to mind, Pirates of the Caribbean, Captain Barbosa tells Will, you know, I'm not going to hurt uh, Elizabeth, I'm not going to touch her, and then makes her walk the plank. Um, yeah, throw, and I was like, a throwback movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, Christopher uh, Harbour and Al Parts. <laughs> <laughs> like it. It's been a long time since I thought of it. But yeah. But totally. that, that was the first one that comes to mind. There's plenty of uh, other instances of the villains doing this. But as soon as he said two, I was like, son of a bitch. Come on, Mark and Steven. You know, there's a third one in there. Um, so I was like, okay, Country's not done with this guy yet. Yeah. They do know deep down because eventually when they're in that fight, Mm-hmm. where they're like changing back and forth yeah. and then all of a sudden everyone's Black dead yeah. and then yeah. he's like steven that was not you yep. like, was that you it wasn't me like, yeah <laughs> just like the earlier fight in the season oh, they yeah, take yeah. out all the lackeys yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's been around every yeah. single episode yeah. it's just you really have to like pay it not even really have to pay attention but he's there it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they were waiting for that yeah his, his, scene. his calling card is blood everywhere yeah mm-hmm. so Jimmy, I want to go back to episode seven real quick. When you said we saw. Jake. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is whoa. the finale. This, it's episode sorry. six. Yeah. Hold I on. was like, what's going on here? I'm, I'm mixing up wilds. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm mixing up eight Paul's episodes. Too many two of, shows. Yeah, of the wilds here with eight. Uh, so you're right, talking so, about episode five? Yes. Episode five. Okay. Sorry. The, um, you threw me off. So we <laughs> were talking about how they're in like the hospital and you thought that we saw Jake when he had the bandage on his nose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you still think we saw Jake even though he spoke English and spoke Spanish in the. Um, I still think that was Jake um, because in the comics, he speaks English when he has the busted nose and he's being way more aggressive. I still take that as Jake. Yeah. I was thinking when he speaks spoken speak when he spoke in spanish that might have just been like his catchphrase before he kills someone because he said today is your day to die maybe that's just like <laughs> no, the thing he, he does he said that to the, the nurse. nurse make your peace he said it to the uh the nurse assistant person in the home before he grabbed arthur in the wheelchair he says he i got him right or something yeah in spanish yeah, yeah, yeah. so he was speaking oh he said it in, he said it in english oh, i thought or? it was english no he no, said no. that to the nurse he said yeah. calm down to the nurse and then he kind of flirted with her because she was like yeah, and she was like, "No, no." For some reason, I thought it was in Spanish. I'll, I'll you have got to go subtitles on the screen, and you can make it whatever you want. Okay, Through so it, it is confirmed Spanish. All right, that's good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That holds a thing. Like Holt throws the whole "Did we see Jake in episode five thing up in the air. I mean, it is <laughs> the whole hospital scenes in his mind. So yeah, yeah, be speaking yeah. In English anyway. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree because I I also thought that that was Jake um, with the bandage on his nose too. Right. Um, but now I'm not sure just because right. he speaks Spanish, so I still don't know. I hope they never say who it is. Like I hope they yeah. can the interpretation. I think it just makes the show nah, the show more like cool and Agreed. <laughs> it makes the show just more like you know, like what you want it to be, I guess. Yeah, um, I got you. I mean, they do so much up for interpretation thing with the Moon Knight comics, so I'm down for that for the show as well. Yeah, uh, I was going to say the next scene in the episode uh, is the Tawarit and Layla scene where she's kind of becoming the avatar. We already talked about it. I think we all enjoyed that scene. It was good acting on her part. Uh, and we get to see the suit, too, which was yep. a great suit. I was not expecting Layla to become an avatar at the beginning of this episode. It was a nice surprise. And I think it totally hit for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. That suit was, that was a moment. That was one of my favorite moments of the finale. I think, I think she looks so good. I never thought mm-hmm. about her becoming an avatar, but I mean, it, it, I think it was like obvious halfway through the season, something bigger was going to happen to her. Like something was going to happen to Mark, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was like, that was a fucking moment. That costume yeah. is, I hope I see somebody like cosplay as her. Yeah. At one of these conventions I go to because it is, Epic. She looked great. I was like, dude, <laughs> that suit is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I might personally, I have the note. I was like, I might like this more than Moon Knights. Like, it, it, she just looks so badass. Yeah. Um, and she I'm reminded scared. me of the Falcon a lot too. The way she like yes. swooped in and like kicked with the with the d- double leg. I was, like, I was getting Wonder Woman vibes because she has the gold yeah. links. I mean, yeah. they were wings, obviously, yeah. but gold bulletproof. You know. She um, she was kicking ass though. I I really loved Avatar Layla. I Agreed. was watching something that said that her costume was inspired by Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Okay. Way. Cool. Yeah, there you was. go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I doubt there's a. Well, I don't know because there's so many comics out there. But I was like, I doubt there's a Towerette like superhero costume out there in the comics. Well, yeah. There's the the Scarlet Scarab that everyone was talking about that she was influenced by. And mm. they have like, you know, the scarred scabs red and then his shoulder pieces kind of look like how her wings are set up and stuff. And they're saying that was the influence a little bit. And the Scarlet Scarab, actually a villain in the comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. I love how they're just they're using the comics, the, the main source material, but they're making it interesting for the diehard comic fans because they're not just rewatching the comics. But they're still incorporating. Yeah, they're giving the, the homage, the but characters. they're yeah, yeah, they're putting a little twist on it. They're making it fresh, so you're not just watching like a remake of the same movie. Right. As I understand it, Arthur Harrow was like a barely mentioned character in the comics. I don't think they he's, made him a fleshed out like exists, villain. Yes, yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't even exist in the comics. Well, there you go. Even more. Speaking of Arthur, the next scene is him <laughs> climbing the pyramid, and he's whipping out his magic, and he's just making it a much bigger scale of his judgment spell. Um, we finally get an explanation for why all of his followers had the tattoos as well. This spell gives them the ability to pass on its judgment too, so they just start running around Cairo, grabbing people's arms and judging them. Fucking horrifying. Could you imagine? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. yeah so, th- <laughs> so what happens if you're standing there as a citizen you're watching somebody grab somebody else's arms and they're solely of their body so if that causes the third party innocent civilian to say i need to kill this guy before he kills me would that make your scales unbalanced it's like (laughs) it's like a weird paradox like like, yeah probably but self-defense i feel like is like no legitimate can't kill anybody yeah it's that's somebody's trying to kill you or well you can no, the it's whole hard. thing about the judgment yeah. is that it that knows what too. you've done and will do. Will so do, the judgment yeah. should have already known that you would be committing this act of self. <laughs> yeah, right. So well, it shouldn't change. You weren't going to until you saw what you saw. So I guess I was saying it from a personal, <laughs> not from the <laughs> It's all right. I'm going to throw this back to another reference. The Matrix. Neo walks in to see the Oracle and she's like, oh, don't worry about that vase behind you. Neo's like, what vase? And turns around and knocks the vase over. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, don't worry. I knew it was going to happen. But the real question is, would you have still broken the vase if I didn't say anything? So that's where you go like the, okay, would your scales have been balanced before I even tried to check yours? It, 
I don't know. It's a whole I like, feel you. I ethical, feel you, philosophical. It's a really deep question. I don't yeah. know why I keep yeah. thinking back to person like, wow, would I, would my soul, would I get? <laughs> yeah, right. It's just like, it's how like, <clears throat> think of Twilight now and how Alice's visions work. Uh, <laughs> Twilight? Hell yeah. We're reading the new Twilight book, okay? We are both reading Midnight Sun. And, <laughs> and she says that the future changes. So it would go back and forth. So if he changed his mind in that moment, maybe it would scale back. Yeah, I feel you. I love the Twilight movies. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, had really? to go. Uh, you, so oh my god! I was forced to go with my mom. My mom would make me and my <laughs> sisters go every Mother's Day to watch it with her because my mom was obsessed with the books. Oh, so yeah. like first one, I was like blah. Second one, I was like blah. Third one, I was like okay, it's pretty good. <laughs> like the, the finale comes around, and I'm like Constantine, you beast, or Constantine, not his name. Whatever. Who's the father? Edward. No, no who, you're probably oh, thinking of the the bad people from like Rome or something. No, who's Edward's dad? Oh, Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah, I said close enough. They're close enough. Sorry, I keep I keep like like. Yeah, you're thinking Last Kingdom now. Pop dude. culture just... going everywhere. Constantine's a great movie. That's a great movie. Another Keanu. <laughs> that movie. is Fuck that yeah. is such a good movie. King Constantine, Last Kingdom. We just covered the Last Kingdom on the pod. Yeah, but that's a separate story. Yeah. Great show if you guys are interested. The Viking show, right? Yeah. It yeah, is, that was the one we tweeted at you. Right. you were, what did you say, Kyra? You said I'm that. So I saw The Northmen. <clears throat> super sidetrack. It was okay. I don't know. I just feel like after you see like a Viking show or anything related, especially the Vikings TV show, it's like hard to, not hard to see something else, somebody else do it again, but. I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. I'm not trying to diss it. I love A24. I loved all those actors in that movie. But yeah, I won't. I probably will never watch The Last Kingdom just because like, <laughs> like I I gotcha. it for me. I just will. I got that position are. because I would probably not pick up Vikings yeah, after having honest, watched The Last I, Kingdom. I, I honestly think I agree. For the same reason. Well, yeah. yeah like, yeah. did you? Yeah. So I don't know. I started watching Vikings right as it was coming out. So it was kind of like that weekly thing, you know, but yeah. Yeah. It becomes saturated, I guess, if you do it too much. Mm-hmm. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the seventh Marvel show we've watched in the past year <laughs> after two decades of movies coming out. Um, but yeah, seriously, going back to the episode, this is where we get this giant Godzilla level fight between yeah. Amit and Kanchu, and kind of on the ground level, Arthur is fighting Mark and Layla comes in to save Mark. So it's kind of a two on one. (laughs) Steven is very proud of his newfound Mr. Knight skills, which actually now that he knows how to use those kind of dual batons, I I liked him. Mm -hmm. I like Mr. Knight a lot. Jimmy, I feel like when he first appeared in episode two or three, whatever you said, the community didn't really like him like. A lot of the diehard comic fans weren't down with it just because they were using him for comic relief instead of what he's like in the comics, I guess. I like how they used him in the show. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, because Mr. Knight in the comics was kind of like a badass. Yeah, exactly. He he was like always like doing business meetings and Mm -hmm. I don't know. He was like always the one Hmm. talking to people and being pretty hardcore and scary. It seems like he was kind of the brains in the comics about like the deals and in the show, he's this silly, goofy, you know, like everybody stop, like stop the violence. Like we can yeah. talk this out. It's like, come on, Steven. It's not, that's not what Mark trained you, but God, um, Steven Grant though. Yeah. So agreed. And what you guys are saying about Steven actually being able to fight. Now there's a few parts just in this, because it was just like a big scramble from here on out. Um, I'm just listing off a few of the things that I thought was awesome. Switching to Mr. Knight because Arthur, 
Yeah, Arthur had uh, Moon Knight by the cape, so he switches to Mr. Knight to get the cape out of there, just go in the suit and get away. Throwing the baton as Mr. Knight, you know, hitting somebody, coming back, and then grabbing it as Moon Knight, as Mark. So cool. We got to see more of Moon Knight's gadgets. He kind of used a little grappling hook um, to to knock out Arthur one yeah. time. Yeah, um, he did have some good gadgets, that's for sure. Yeah. And arguably, like, my favorite line of the, the show we get a uh, like, are you an Egyptian superhero? Oh yeah, to Layla, yeah. the little girl that she saves, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Yes, I am." I was like, "That's so cool." Yeah, that. that was great. I'm glad you brought so that up. Good. That was so that was awesome because Layla definitely needs her credit, and she mm-hmm. yeah. that was that was a really that was so cute. It was sweet too because like I'm sure this girl in Egypt is seeing what the Avengers are doing. She's like, "Hey, like, how come there's like." 12 superheroes in New York and like none anywhere else. Like, yeah. How come EG does dudes? There's no women. There's like barely any women. So yeah. It's like, Oh my God. Wow. That that was awesome. And really quickly, just to wrap that up, makes me upset that I think Egypt banned multiverse of madness because of, uh, LGBT. Was Egypt one of them? I know Saudi Arabia was really because of LGBTQ scenes. I was a little bummed out, but yeah. They still made seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even it, like in your like. It was literally, Paul. It's not even really a spoiler. They just show that she has two moms. Literally, that's it. It's like, are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. But the scene itself was freaking phenomenal. I loved it for sure. And continuing with the battle sequence, kind of the tide of the battle shifts. Arthur pins down Mark. Layla's cornered. We see actually a great shot of Arthur like slowly walking towards Mark. And in the background, we see Conchu like teetering down as Amit also like stabs him. Just mm-hmm. a really good shot. And then all hope seems lost. And we have another one of those blackouts. And then we black back in and everyone's dead. Nothing but blood. Layla's like, bro, what the fuck was that, Mark? Yeah. Uh, Steven confirms, yeah, dude, that was not me. Wasn't you. We're dealing with the third guy here. We know it's Jake, but they still do not. But Jake saved the day. Uh, now it's time to save Conchu. They bring Mark's body back to the pyramid and they do a spell that traps Amit in his mortal avatar body so that Amit can't be God level anymore. Mm-hmm. He's mortal mm-hmm. now, yeah. Yeah, I personally furious that they skipped Jake kicking ass. I wanted to see <laughs> it so badly. Um, we'll see. I, like, I mean, all of a sudden, like, you know, he blacks out, comes to, he has Arthur's staff literally snapped in half, like holding the axe to Arthur's forehead, like ready to just like scalp him. I'm like, Jesus, like, I want to, I want to see him like unleash. You have to remember that a lot of people aren't like us who know that Jake exists. When we talked to Zach, the comic guy on the pod, there's an episode where we finally find out. And Steven says like, Oh my God, like I'm not the main guy. Like I'm not the main personality. Mm. That was a huge um, twist. Yeah. For- to us, we're like, no shit, because we know from the comics. <laughs> but to people that are just casually watching Marvel, they're like, oh, my God. Like, we got introduced to Steven to start the show, and it's really Mark, and it's the opposite. And then, you know, they're getting introduced to Jake, and they're like, who the hell is this dude? Like, they have no idea. It's like another surprise. But to so, us, we're like, yeah. we just, they're, like, <laughs> so, yeah. they're like, there's so many levels to this show. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. It's like, yeah, wow, yeah. this show was amazing. <laughs> Uh, so back in the temple, we took care of Ahmed. She's back in Harrow's body. And then Conchu appears and looks at Mark and says, finish this, you know, yeah. carry out your vengeance. Ahmed will always be a threat if you don't. 
And Mark's finally just like, dude, do it yourself. Like, I'm not I'm not your guy anymore. And honor your side of the agreement. I helped you now release us from our slavery. And, you know, he does. So it appears. But we know that he didn't actually, which leads us to Stephen slash Mark waking up in Dr. Harrow's office. And they're kind of both starting to question the nature of their reality a little bit more than the scenes we've seen in previous episodes. Like they know because now they have a little bit more information and now the walls start coming down as Harrow walks away. We can see the blood from his shoes coming out. And mm-hmm. Mark and Stephen are a little bit coy, like, hey, Doc, I don't think you know as much as you think you do. And Harrow's just left sitting there like, why are my feet bleeding? So this is kind of metaphorically Stephen and Mark are accepting of their situation. And as we find out, Harrow has been the one in a mental institution the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. Well, I take it that they just put him in there. Yeah, they just well, put him in there. But were they actually ever in a mental institution? That's the best part about Moon Knight. Open you know, that's the whole thing with all like the Lemire, Lemire, Lemire run where it's, yeah. you know, they always leave it ambiguous. Did he, is, was he in the institution the whole time? Did he actually go on these adventures? But for us, we, I'm assuming Disney just wants us to assume these adventures did happen. But we can we can have some fun with it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean they do leave it open and like you're saying yeah which personally infuriates me i'm like give me the answer just because yeah. i don't want to like rack my brain trying to figure out what happens he loves doing that to people too mm-hmm. they love leaving you on the edge of your seat giving you just enough to get you by for the next year and a half waiting for a yeah, show right you're like googling what's gonna happen and on reddit and stuff yeah, they're like so good at doing that. It's so annoying, honestly. <laughs> it's it's great when it pays <laughs> off, but it's so frustrating. Um, just to jump back to uh, when they actually trap Amit in Arthur's body, I'm like, dude, Mark, he literally killed hundreds, if not thousands, of people in Cairo. Like, took their souls out. He just shot you twice in the chest. Like, what do you mean? You sound like Amit. Like, he actually went ahead and did the horrible things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I agree with you there, Paul. That was the one where I was like, nah, Mark, this guy kind of has it coming. This would not yeah. be morally wrong to kill him. I think it was a more like sticking it to Conchu, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm no longer under your control. And Layla didn't want him to do it. And he I, wants to be on Layla's good side. That. How did how does Layla not want him to do that? Because she's a good person. She's balanced. Unlike you, dude. Unlike you, Paul. You'd be gone in two seconds. I would be so dead. It wouldn't even like, he would touch my hand and immediately I'd just fucking go up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that's what I was thinking about when you were talking about it earlier. I was like, shit, what would happen to me? You don't know. You just don't know because you haven't done anything yet. Because it's like you're all thinking about the future and you're just like, you're going to turn into a villain. Yeah, it's just a lot. Mm. Remember also, when the old woman died? And he yeah. Killed the yeah. Old woman? That she was, was, so nice, she was such a nice lady. Yeah, it was yeah. funny because then it, like people on Twitter made a thread about it. They're it's like, harmless. they're like, why? What, what do you think this woman did in the future? <laughs> yeah. People were just trolling, being That's like, funny. being like, uh, asked like for the manager or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she's a Karen, oh, so she's gone. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. This song must have gotten such a boost because right after like Steven 
says like later gators goes out of that mental uh yeah, mental hospital um, all of a sudden we get hit with the every day i wake up then i said <laughs> dude this song yep. for some reason i was like you son of a bitch this is so <laughs> catchy and that takes us right back to where we were episode one only this time mark wakes up and immediately says steven you there because they're fucking buddies now which is yep. amazing and it's a completely different outlook on life he ceremoniously face plants because he's still attached by the ankle and boom happy ending to the story until the post credits two goldfish two goldfish two goldfish that was our favorite part we named one of our episodes where we talked about two goldfish nice that's awesome did you guys catch too i was um again reading up on the finale so that fish tank that they like always slowly like move the camera by it had like different things in it that were basically foreshadowing the entire season like really? the was in there, the pyramid was in there, the temple was in there, and I'm just like, oh, oh my wow, God, that's awesome! All of that, fucking, like they were just all right there. That's yeah. so good. It's insane they were able to put that in there. We just had no idea. I know. And then apparently, um, Jake was also helping tie them to the bed as well. Like he was doing. Yeah, that he would have to put them back himself back. Yeah. 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 So it almost makes me think. I don't know. Like so he's bad, crazy. but like also like. He also like knocked out all those people when they needed help, right? Like him and Maya, and like, wait, what did I say? Maya, Layla. Well, people- <laughs> Damn yeah, it. I mean, we were saying that there's, you know, there's a lot of theories that there's Mark, and then there's obviously Stephen, but then there's Jake, and Jake would be what Mark turns into, quote unquote, when he was about to get beaten, you know. Yeah. So that's why he's so wrathful and and cruel or whatever. But at the end of the day, there's still going to be three pieces of one person so jake's probably still looking out for them who the hell wanted to go on a date with that lady from the museum yeah right was that jake or that one of them's jake, looking yeah. out for steven was it jake or is it mark but it's it latina so that would make sense if it was jake. it was, it was jake jake yeah. for sure <laughs> But apparently, ladies, but apparently man, he jake loves Lockley. he loves big yeah. ste- steaks and oh, and steven's like i'm a vegan yeah right <laughs> and mark has like whole Person, yeah, so. Mark has a whole ass wife, so yeah. it was definitely, yeah, okay, that's true. So, yeah, yeah it was that's Jake, funny. that's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> wait, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Finish so, this up, Brian. Yeah, so we get the introduction to Jake in the post credit scene. I thought it was really well done. We see that after the events of the series, they put Arthur in a mental institution, he's seeing sand in his coffee cup, like he's completely out of it. Um, and then the nurse wants to put him to bed, but Jake's like, no, 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 I, I got this. Just like, let me, let me take this guy. Um, and he does. And as he's wheeling him through the lobby, we see one of the orderlies has been killed essentially, which is Mm -hmm. some more blood in the MCU. Everybody wants more blood in the MCU. Um, and then he takes him out to this nice sparkling white limo with a specter license plate. And apparently this is a shout out to the comic books too, the specter Mm -hmm. limo, which is awesome. Um, and Harrow sees Conchu in the back of the limo and he's like, ha Conchu too bad. You can't hurt me. And he's like, well, I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Jake, who's going to shoot you in the face now. (laughs) I loved when Jake kicks the wheelchair. I was, I was gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. like, what a nice, what a like, nice little touch. To, yeah, to that guy him. is so aggravated, man. Yeah, he, yeah, he basically like grabs Arthur and like throws him in the back yeah. seat, and then he like for one second starts pushing it away, and he's like, "Fuck this!" and just. Keeps I mean, going. Oscar Isaac only had what thirty seconds of screen time to make this character this season. Man, he probably man, took every dude. second to establish what he's gonna be. Oscar Isaac is the goat, man. Yeah. So good. 
definitely came up with the idea of be- having a British accent. For mm-hmm. 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 That's insane. awesome. You, just, you must love what you do. If, yeah. if you're like that passionate. But I will. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah. know that. That's so cool. Yeah. I know his biography. <laughs> I mean, I love him. I, I don't blame. I've been watching him on like all the late night show interviews. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> that's like that's like me and Neil Patrick Harris. I got I got his biography somewhere over here. MPH um, baby. I was pissed though that Jake put bullet holes into the interior of a Rolls Royce. I was like, you. That's like that's almost like grand larceny, like dealing that. Much <laughs> damage the, that's insane. I feel I like he's rich. I didn't see the bullet holes in the back of the window, though, unless maybe they're stuck in his head. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you, Will. So I think he's rich, too. Otherwise, how does well, he that was? Now? Yeah, that was I mean, Steven in the comics is Bruce Wayne, pretty much. So but Steven in the show is not Bruce. Wayne. Yeah, he's a, he's the <laughs> so music- like, where's, yeah. it, where's the money coming yeah. from? Well, yeah. if he's a mercenary, he probably takes whatever the yeah, hell he wants. True, true, true. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's kind of season one. And I wanted to segue us into like perhaps a season two, what that might look like. Uh, Nothing is confirmed on Marvel's end, but like, are we interested in a season two? Do we think we have enough of a story left to get through for a season two? I mean, they just gave us Jake Lockley. I feel like that needs to be completely fleshed out and dealt with. I'm just not sure what the show would look like for another season. I do. <laughs> yeah. I Give it to like, us. Let's I hear it. Like it would start off with Jake Lockley. Like it would be similar to the first season where we start with Steven, but instead we start with Jake and then we get like the slow reveal that um, maybe Mark and Steven are trying to get the body back, but Jake is like in charge. And then they're going to have to go through this whole thing where all three of them um, start to work together because that's how it is in the comics. Like Mark's like, right. Biggest superpower is that he can like talk to his other identities. Mm. Um, so I think we need something. I don't know if they could throw him straight into like a movie without fleshing out Jake first. Yeah, yeah I feel like you need to flesh Jake out. It's super interesting because I'm not sure if you guys heard, but uh, they actually submitted Moon Knight to the Emmys as a like. Well, what do they call it? Mini series, um, like mini series, yeah. like single season, limited time, limited like, series. Yeah, there can't be a plan for season two. Is is what they're saying to be uh, nominated in the Emmys? So, where's the fine line? If they have this Jake character, technically, it's not you know the same character of Mark and Steven that we were getting involved with. And if it's only Jake, can he go into a show? Um, by himself like if he gets thrown into midnight what is it midnight sun midnight Suns, yeah hell yeah i think he could show up in the blade movie too moon knight oh, yeah. yep, I mean, yep. that's a possibility he's also been in spider-man comics too with the avengers so that mm-hmm. i don't know there's like a million things they could do with him but yeah it does it doesn't make any sense if, jake. yeah to throw him in there when people when audiences don't really know who jake is right Right. I don't think they're going to make a second season for like a while, though. But he but he could be in a different series, The Midnight Suns, if that becomes a series. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Then I don't know if you guys said it episode. while I got up, but we also got Werewolf by Night coming in probably mm-hmm. October. And I think there might be an associate an association between the characters and the comics. There. That was the first QR code. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's going to like try to kill him. Yeah, so. That's our best guess, honestly. It could go yeah. Anyway. yeah, that's coming out in October, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Yeah, that, I think that's like pretty... That's perfect. That's pretty spot on. Yeah. It's like a Halloween that's, that's special, so... 
spooky yeah. season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think we all received Moon Knight season one pretty positively. So I think we're both excited at the prospect of a season two. Um, I guess that begs the question. We now have, what, six of these Disney Plus TV show projects. Uh, how would we rank... Or just like, what are your top three of the Disney Plus shows that have been out? B Tom's going to start. You said you were going to. And go I did first, say yeah. I was going to start. I think Loki is solidified in my number one spot. I think. Damn, this is. I'm, I'm giving number two to Moon Knight. I just think it was a different breed of Marvel project, and I really appreciated what they did. And Oscar Isaac just like anchored the entire thing. It wouldn't have worked without him, but like, mm-hmm. whew, knocked it out of the park. And then number three, What If? I just thought What If was fucking awesome, and they could do whatever they wanted. And the implications of that we're kind of seeing here and there. Like those Ultron episodes were crazy. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention WandaVision because it gets a bad rap, but I loved WandaVision. That was so good. It was so good. How can anybody who did not like that? Ask the other two guys here. <laughs> so what? you guys, I'm you still guys wondering. I was the one. It. I was the highest ranked on the pod when I did it. Brian wasn't on the pod, so I'm fine with WandaVision. I just think that we had a lot of time theorizing about shit that didn't come to fruition. And there's a lot of, there's a couple dumb decisions at the end. So <laughs> what you guys said, don't troll uh, me with Ralph Boner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys said, uh, you know, WandaVision probably wasn't expecting to get scrutinized as hard as it did. And I think that suffered from COVID because yeah. we were supposed to have all this Marvel content out by now, but they would, they kept pushing all the movies back, pushing all the movies back because they didn't, you know, you couldn't go to theaters. So WandaVision was the first Marvel content we got in like, since yeah, end, two end years game. or something yeah. yeah it was like it was coming up on two years so we were chomping at the bit we were so ready you know week by week we were dissecting everything and then you know at the end it's like you know there is no like connection to the multiverse that we thought we were going to get with quicksilver being back except a different character we actually said like after time goes on we would appreciate it more and i think it's because we were just so built up for something crazy we we're like mephisto's coming mephisto's coming and then you know nothing happens He's yeah, he's still coming. Well, you gotta go see. Oh man, I'm not ruining anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the worst. Well, yeah, WandaVision was groundbreaking. It was one of the first things that Marvel did that was just totally, totally different. I mean, people make the complaint that a lot of the Marvel movies seem cookie cutter. I don't agree to that, but you know, I enjoy all the Marvel movies, so whatever. But you know, Martin Scorsese and people like that would like to say that they're all cookie cutter movies and. Shit, but WandaVision was the first jump into something totally groundbreaking and different. And I did 100% enjoy it. And I'll kind of talk about this when we do Multiverse of Madness. Like, I enjoy everything. It's just that I am pretty analytical as a podcaster. So I have a couple things to say. And, you know, that doesn't mean I think it sucked or it's bad. It's just, you know, Harrison, like, you didn't think Iron Man two or three was was great, but you didn't. Doesn't mean you didn't like it. You still liked it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I could say it's the worst Marvel movie, but that doesn't mean I think it's the worst movie in the world or something. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, uh, Loki, Captain, um, and the Winter Fat Soldier. Dubs. Fat Dubs. Oh, well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Captain and the Winter Soldier. I actually love that one. Um, then I want to go Moon Knight, WandaVision, What If, and I actually have Hawkeye all the way down here. That's a little, uh, I don't know if that's unpopular or not. I like Hawkeye more than I thought I would. I mean, this is, this is tough. That's really hard. Cause just throwing what if in there too, is just like seeing, yeah. it's like, I almost want to 
WandaVision and what if now that, you know, they're actually like being adapted into movies and like everything is like, I feel like people, not that they weren't taking the Marvel shows seriously, but I don't think anybody realized like how important they are for them now creating the movies. Mm -hmm. So it's like almost difficult. Like I love what if so much. Loki's Mm -hmm. definitely my number one though. Yeah, agreed. What if is in top three, but I don't know what my second one is. It's tough. I think I'd go Moon Knight. Um, I feel I like Grace know what I, was, I guess like I, I would do Loki, Moon Knight, What If, WandaVision, Hawkeye. Oh, no, Fat Dubs. Shit. Yeah, we're going to put that. Um, <laughs> mm. I love oh, that. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, Fat Dubs is Falcon. I know, and, I just uh, spell it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We, yeah, like, she was like, this, like, what the like, fuck is Fat <laughs> 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 What show did we not watch? <laughs> Well, Elsa, you said it was your least favorite, but if you watch Fat Dubs, the Fat Dubs version is a little bit better than the Falcon, the Winter Soldier Soldier version. Got it, got it. Now I understand. Noted. Might have to revisit. I liked it. It was, yeah. The show was fun. Okay, but why was Baron Zemo the best character? Baron Zemo's a great character. Change my Disney Disney Plus profile picture. They went to um, Madripoor. Yeah, that was Mm -hmm. epic. That we was, talked about Madripoor and Moon Knight. Some, yeah, there was some epic, epic shit going on in that show. And we had to have and and we had randomly like this being weapon. a mob yeah. art boss, like, <laughs> weapons dealer, a weapons dealer. Why did I say art, art dealer? She Sharon, wasn't art Sharon, dealer. Sharon's right? death a scroll. Okay, I thought. Yeah, do you, you guys hear that? Scroll, dude. Theory at all that Sharon Carter, the, like as the power broker, is a scroll. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's what we're totally saying. Awesome. That's, that's happening. Yep. Yeah, that's wow. So. What Jimmy? Oh, oh, oh! Secret oh, Wars. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Paul, get the hell off, dude. I know. Go watch the fucking movie now. <laughs> Honestly, Paul, we'll talk to you later, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty much it, right? Yeah, you're yeah, out. Paul. Yeah, anything you're to sign off. I was just about to get us to Multiverse of Madness. So, no, any just, lasting. Thoughts? I need to say my top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go for it. Sorry. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Moon Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. No, uh, I Moon Knight, Loki, and Wanda are tied for top for the first place, <laughs> and then my second place tie is Hawkeye and What If, and my third place is Fat Fat Dubs. There you go. There you go. And the reason why I thought that Hawkeye would be my favorite because um, the run of comics that it's based on is my favorite comic book series. Right. Right. However, and the first couple of episodes I really truly enjoyed and loved and thought was were perfect the last couple of episodes were horrible (laughs) and I didn't think that they needed to throw so many random characters in at the end to where it kind of took away from Hawkeye Mm -hmm. Um, kingpin and everything getting yeah like kingpin echo like they were like oh um uh uh, black Yelena yeah now she's like she's like in here for some reason too and it's like you give us two more episodes if you're gonna like throw all of this in there that's what i really liked about moon knight and loki and wanda is that they didn't need um they didn't need like other characters in there Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were pretty standalone doing their own watch thing. It. Like they even Doctor Strange was supposed to make an appearance in WandaVision. Right. And they cut him because they were like, we don't need him. Right. We don't want to take away from Wanda. Like we don't like replace him with a different doctor. Um Loki just had his own thing. And then Moon Knight didn't even Moon Knight need no introduction. He wasn't even introduced in the MCU. He just came out. Yep. Yep. 
That's why I really like those shows because they didn't try to fuck them up like the other ones. Hawkeye was bad. Well said. It was so good. I'm saying the first four episodes, amazing. But then they really shit on one of my favorite characters. <laughs> they didn't put respect. I remember, yeah, because I remember when we came on to your podcast, you said that this was going to be your favorite because I think we were previewing Hawkeye or maybe episode one or something it was. We were a couple episodes in, I think. Something like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, it was, okay. There was no way home because everybody was like yeah. predicting that Spider-Man yeah. would show up and he honestly yeah. would have been really fucking cool. And that Hawkeye means a lot to me as like a comic book character just because I was like so into him when I was just reading comics before any movies came out, before anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really enjoyed him in the MCU, but he's still one of my favorite comic book characters. Um, so I... I tell you, I cried when I watched the first episode because I was so happy that it was mm-hmm. happening. Um, that they were finally giving him the respect and recognition that his character deserved. Like, mm-hmm. this is a regular ass dude whose coworker is a fucking god of thunder. Like, yeah, right. Like, he's a badass. All right. Damn right. I love that. <laughs> yeah, just to go back to people thinking Spider-Man is supposed to be in Hawkeye. Um, he's actually like at no, at the end of no way home when he's swinging by himself, he goes past the tree. Past the Rockefeller center. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, you know, maybe he was, we just never saw him. He's in the background <laughs> behind the camera. He's yeah, there. He squint. You can he's see there. Right? He's there. there. There's just too many lights. There's yeah. yeah. But yeah, like all in all, all these Disney shows, super entertaining. Like we were listening to them, least favorite to, favorite but even the least favorites are still really good mm-hmm. um, i'm gonna miss oscar isaac for the foreseeable future i mean i i loved having him at mcu his acting switching back and forth being sobbing and then being a happy british guy i mean it's a flick of a switch it was pretty phenomenal so i love moon knight loved layla i hope layla's in it more mm-hmm. because i thought she was a great character that it got introduced um and it'll be interesting to see now how the, the power systems in the MCU works now because like we said we have all these different gods we have you know like everybody from Asgard that they're considered gods then we have you know the ancestral plane right from um Black Panther like that's mm-hmm. another form of like and then now we got the the big celestials from um Eternals, Eternals, Eternals yeah. th- thank you so it's like we have all these big players how is that going to affect everything going forward so mm-hmm. I loved it Moon Knight was great I am really excited to see how it affects everything. See multiverse of madness, bro. Yeah. Gonna go there right now. <laughs> no worries. Um, that's going to do it for our moon Knight season one coverage, the finale coverage, whatever. Uh, thank you guys so much for stopping by Kyra and Ilsa from relatable with Ilsa and Kyra. Um, I kind of want to give you guys the floor awesome. to tell our audience what your podcast is, what you're all about, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, totally. So Relatable with Elsa and Kyra, available anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, we're on the mall. We are on iHeartRadio. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio, yeah. Uh, basically, we do, we're a nerdy pop culture podcast, so we talk about a lot about Marvel, Star Wars, but we also talk about um, celebrity news as it pertains to characters in like the MCU, the DCU. Um, what else we talk about? We just do like recaps kind of like this as well. Um, We have a YouTube where we do trailer reactions. We we basically watch all the trailers and review them and it's a lot of fun. So yeah. yeah. And our YouTube is relatable podcast. So check us out there. (laughs) Got it. Sounds good. Yeah, no, that's uh, they do a good job. And (laughs) (laughs) it's always, I know, I don't know what to say. 
Okay. You never know when to cut it off. What did we do? We blacked out. We both blacked out. I was like, that was Jackie Lockley, my third identity. Jackie, Jackie Lockley. Lockley. I love right. that. Um, well, thanks to the three of you for stopping by, Ilsa, Kyra, and Jackie. Uh, <laughs> we really appreciated your insight. This is the second time we've collabed now, and we just decided we're going to collab for a third time to talk Multiverse of Madness at a later date. Uh, Paul's going to get that viewed between now and then. So hopefully all, how many? Five of us will be back for that chat. Uh, and like I said, that's going to wrap our season one Moon Knight coverage. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking about it. If you haven't followed our previous projects, we've covered pretty much all of, not pretty much, all of the Disney Plus Marvel installments. So go back and listen to those. And we're going to be covering all the future ones as well. As always, if you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Visit us <laughs> on BingetownTV.com and subscribe to our show on Spotify, YouTube, the Apple Podcast app, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Our Patreon is also up and running. So if you want to support the pod, that's a great way to do so. And that can also be found on our website <laughs> at BingetownTV.com. Once again, we are Benchtown TV, in case you didn't hear. <laughs> and thanks for listening. Let's go. Nice. Later skaters. Love I can't it. believe we haven't done that yet. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.